I'm deeply uh, concerned by this move of the government for two reasons. First, it is quite clear that this uh, move is uh, totally connected to the larger plan mm. to legislate the entire uh, judiciary uh, queue. And we need to remember that the current situation is that uh, uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu didn't declare that he will be satisfied with uh, this step, mm -hmm. with the reasonability uh, cause. And his other partners to the queue, uh, the Minister of Justice, uh, uh, the, uh, the Minister of Justice, uh, Yariv Levin, uh, uh, the Finance Ministry, Smotrich, the Chair of the Constitutional Committee, uh, M.K. Rotman, they all declared that this is only the first step. And it's important to remember that part of the basic uh, agreement in the uh, negotiation process right. that was done under the hospitality of the president, the basic uh, uh, condition was that everything will be uh, legislated in the end as a package deal. And we see now the salami uh, uh, protocol of this government that they will uh, start, and they say it uh, up front, they will start with the reasonability clause, and then they will continue. Now, this is the general concern. Uh, aside to it, mm -hmm. we have a, a concrete and a specific concern from this move, because it's important to understand that the legislation we are uh, discussing is a very, very extreme uh, uh, version of a legitimate academic and judicial and political debate over the uh, reasonability clause. And while uh, uh, M.K. Rotman is using the name of the Chief Justice or the Justice in the Supreme Court, Norm Solberg, and some of the academic scholars that uh, stood against some of the um, approaches of the former Chief Justice Barak. The version that they are pushing forward mm -hmm. is not really about minimizing the use of the reasonability clause in cases of governmental policy. Governmental policy. They are actually canceling this uh, uh, clause uh, uh, in a way that will remove it totally from the Israeli administrative law. But, uh, but I and heard that it, if it passes, it could be softened by the second and third readings. First of all, first of all there are no signs that this will be the case. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, we, are, we are dealing with fundamental uh, uh, legislation or fundamental elements of the Israeli administrative law. And to say, well, maybe they will start, they will soften the legislation. Right now, uh, they are not saying it, and there is no clear uh, understanding uh, what exactly are they trying to do. And the only time they mentioned something about softening it was to exclude the municipal mayors from uh, the legislation. But our main concern is with the government. We uh, really believe that without the reasonability clause, uh, um, there will be, how to say, uh, an open gate for uh, uh, governmental corruption, and that it will enable the government and the ministers 
uh, uh, to interfere in extremely sensitive uh, um, processes, like the process of general elections. Mm. And, and we need to understand, look, I'm not saying that the debate over the reasonability clause is not a legitimate debate, but the desire of the government to promote the most extreme version, their desire to do it in a very fast mode without a serious uh, discussion in the committee, without bringing a suggestion, you know, in Israel we don't have any legislation that um, organize, uh, organizes the administrative law in, a, in, 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 an, in an organized, well-established uh, uh, way. It was all the, it, it, the Israeli administrative law is a product of the Israeli ju judicial ruling, mm -hmm. the work of the courts. Now, it's not that they're coming and say, well, let's go back to, to the basics of the administrative law. Let's legislate a well-organized uh, legislation about it. Let's uh, uh, legislate the other clauses of the administrative law in a clear manner. And then we'll address also the, the fact that the, the, the courts uh, uh, expanded the scope of the reasonability clause. That's not the way they chose. They just want to come and to cancel the reasonability clause. And then we can ask, well, after they finish with the reasonability clause, they can move towards other uh, uh, clauses of the administrative law. Right. Because in the, in the end, what they are interested in is to remove any restrictions from the authorities of the government. Do, do you think and, there's any horizon for kind of a dialogue yet, or is it finished? This question should be presented to, the, to Prime Minister Netanyahu. Mm -hmm. He is the one that is blamed for uh, uh, destroying the negotiations in the president's uh, uh, house. He is the one that actually broke all the promises he gave to President Herzog and to the leaders of the opposition that joined the negotiations. By, by this uh, uh, ugly, unnecessary, unreasonable uh, uh, trick he did with the uh, elections to the committee to, of the appointments of judges what he did a few weeks ago in the Knesset. Right. Um, and, and, and we need to understand that right now, you know, Netanyahu once again is, is, is showing himself as an irreliable uh, uh, politician, as someone that follows the most extreme uh, uh, voices in his coalition. And right now, unfortunately, he didn't leave uh, uh, all of us an alternative besides the the democratic protest in the streets, mm -hmm. and, now and that's what we need to do. Well, now these protests seem to be escalating, and um, d even Big has joined the protest uh, movement if this passes tomorrow. Uh, do you think that's a legitimate move? You're talking about 
you know, the protesters in general or the no, move of these? Yes, it's, uh, you know, it's expanding. We have uh, more reserve units. Uh, also. We, have, we, we, have no, we have no other choice. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, this government is violating the basic uh, uh, social agreements of the Israeli society. They are, a, a, and not only in regard to the judicial queue, this government is, is actually working against millions of Israelis. And, and, and unfortunately, we are now in the midst of a serious battle uh, uh, over the Israeli democracy. Uh, and uh, with all the respect, this coalition with Itamar Ben-Gvir and Smotrich a government that uh, violates the, the international and domestic law every day in the territories, a government that is actually asking the Ministry of Defense not to impose the law over the draft of the ultra-Orthodox youngsters. So this government will teach us good manners. <laughs> it, 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 it's a ridiculous situation. You know, the government two weeks ago ordered the Minister of Defense not to impose the law over tens of thousands of Haredi youngsters, although the special arrangements of this, uh, you know, of releasing them from the draft exposed, a government, an elected government, is ordering one of its ministers not to follow the law. So they can talk with us about what is happening in the Ayalon uh, uh, Highway. Yeah. It's ridiculous. They are the, the, the last uh, uh, players in the scene that can argue for the need to obey the law. Now, you say that Israel's democracy is endangered. Uh, how concerned are you about this protest turning uh, to be more violent? I'm, I'm, I'm troubled by the fact that the government is becoming violent. The, the police is coming violent. You know, uh, uh, when you look at the uh, uh, percentage of the Israelis that were involved in the uh, democratic protest, by far this is the largest protest that took place in all democracies around the world in the last, let's say, 10, 10 years, if not more, right? right? We're talking about almost 2 million Israelis that are taking part in different levels, of course, in this protest. And, you know, 99.9% of, of, the, of the people that are going to the streets are not acting in any violent way. Right. This is, in the end, a peaceful democratic protest. And, and my concern is not from the, the protest. My concern is that this extreme ultra-nationalist uh, uh, um, uh, government will use the police in order to, to act in a violent way uh, uh, towards, uh, towards the, the, the people in the streets. And we saw it. We saw it in the last few days. Right. You know, it seems to be, I mean, there's loads of protesters, uh, two million people you've mentioned. But we have nine million people in the country. I mean, there's a lot of people not protesting. But, but there's a <laughs> sense that... Uh... You know that, that in all, in all uh, uh, global terms, this is a huge part of the Israeli population of course. that uh, 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 is involved in the, in the protest. 
But there is a sense that even everybody seems to have a, some sort of like understanding there was a need for some kind of reform. You think that has already been dripped down into people's consciousness? Look, uh, definitely, like in all uh, uh, branches of government, always there are things to amend. Mm. And always there is a need to revisit some of our, let's say, basic assumptions. And yes, we have challenges with our judicial branch, the same way that we have challenges with our legislative branch and our uh, administrative branch or executive branch. And in the end, we have more troubles with the executive branch than with the uh, uh, judicial branch. But yes, there are things that uh, must be approved. Uh, there are things that we can revisit. Definitely, we need to, to it, it, it's much better to legislate the basic principles of our uh, democracy and not to rely on constitutional traditions or the uh, rulings of the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. and, and again, and, 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 and I, I believe that some compromises can be reached. But this government is not interested in any compromise. Mm. When you are interested in a compromise, you sit and you talk with pure intentions. You don't try to earn time and then to rush with your uh, uh, extreme legislation. And that's, that's the current situation. We need to understand, you know, there are, <laughs> they won the elections. They have the majority. We all we all embrace this this democratic fact, right. but it doesn't allow them to break the constitutional structure of this of the Israeli democracy. It doesn't allow them to to remove any restraints from the government of the from the powers of the executive branch, and they have no no legitimacy in using their very thin majority, very thin majority, in order to, to place uh, uh, risks over the rights of minority groups and individuals here in Israel. That's not part of the uh, legitimate uh, um, field of democratic actions that can be led by the government.